So I guess uh, it's a welcome, 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 listeners, isn't it? Of viewers today. So, uh, our usual, I mean, usually we can't see who we've got, but we've got, uh, we've got Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Wee. And we've got Lee from Pedalboards of Doom. Yo. Yo. Hi, What's Lee up, guys? from Pedalboards of Doom. <laughs> I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm good. We've had, we've had a little bit of stress behind the scenes, but you wouldn't be able to tell it on our faces because we are just so fucking cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think uh, the first thing to do is kind of say, what the fuck is going on here? What are we doing? Uh, so I think best person to introduce that is the person whose brainchild it was. So, uh, Lee... What are we doing? What's what are we on? doing? Yeah. We are. Uh, okay, so uh, the idea was that I've been trying to get live streams going regularly on Pedalboard Steam for ages. Yeah. But due to people's lifestyles and their, you know, people gigging and these sort of things, it's been difficult to get anyone regular. And I thought, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, mm -hmm. I thought, do you know, it'd be really good to get someone along who does podcasts because they're doing this regular anyway. Uh, and just doing it on a live stream. And so I approached you, uh -huh. I approached the bu budget pedal chap, and said, how about it? Do you fancy uh, teaming up with us? And every couple of weeks we, um, we record the podcast, I join in with you guys, and we do it live on the, uh, on the group. Yeah, so, so the, the kind of deal from, from our end at the Fret Talk podcast, we will have, in those, uh, in those weeks where we're not doing the live stream, we'll also do our regular podcast. Um, but we, we kind of, we thought this was a really exciting opportunity to, um, to get that like instant, uh, viewer and listener interaction, which I thought was really, really cool. Uh, and who better to do it with than, uh, yeah, we did, we did a of, bit of it yesterday, didn't we? But <laughs> Oh, we did a bit of it yesterday as well, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, that, that kind of leads us on to our, uh, what we've been up to this week, doesn't it? <laughs> it does a bit I'm trying to say hi Andrew to someone on here so hi Andrew uh, part of what we're it, it keeps keeps messing it up right hey we'll do god damn Andrew <laughs> stop stop messing it up <laughs> so part of what we're going to be doing which is going to be great for um, I think for the podcast list because uh, podcast listeners as well is we're going to have interaction from the like, 60,000 members. Well, obviously not all of them, but the 60,000 <laughs> <Get> members of, <laughs> yeah, uh, of the group. So that we're, when we're talking, if, um, for instance, if we cock something up and say, oh, look, this has got a tap tempo and it hasn't because it's a, an overdrive, then someone can say, oh, hang on a minute, you'll be in a penis. Um, so, yeah, it, it's great. So what you're saying, this is very dangerous for me to be on because every time I say something wrong, somebody can instantly tell me that I'm talking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, Matt, I've told you, the amount of times I've screamed down the, the radio <laughs> at the podcast going, no, yeah, no, it, that's wrong. It, it, very much, yeah. um, it, it very much puts us in a dangerous position for the Fret Talk podcast because we are uh, massively enthusiastic, but very, very under-researched. <laughs> Oh dear. That's, that's definitely a good way to describe it. <laughs> Indeed, but that's that's where we've got Lee, who is the font of all um, <laughs> pedal knowledge. But here's the thing, right? 
it, well, I, I totally planned. I got, I got in the studio earlier to get this all running, and I totally planned to have everything up on um, Google so I could just like, click on it and read the small print off. And I'm going to do a bit of that now while you guys talk about what you've been up to this week. <laughs> but um, because we had a bit of a uh, bit of a cock up trying to go live, even though everything we did worked perfectly yesterday, um, <laughs> I don't have that, that um, fallback on here as I planned to. So you guys crack on with talking about what you've been up to this week and I'm gonna Google a couple of bits. So I've got um, some, something to fall back on. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna show you my, uh, my Google document at the moment. There we go. That's, uh, <laughs> that's my Google. Um, How can that be written on paper when you've actually sent me <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the digital file? You've got it too, Matt. <laughs> I've got yeah. the digital copy. Yeah, so the re- the reason why I usually do uh, do the show notes on paper is because I've got two devices that I can get on the internet with. One of which I have to turn the internet off so I can record me. <laughs> the other of which is doing the live stream. Which, if I started googling, I'd be you'd see my finger doing this halfway through the cast. So <laughs> this is Google for me. Um, yes, which is part of the reason why the research is not. So thorough. <laughs> um, yeah, you you don't have the access to do it, and I'm just too ignorant to press Google whilst we're casting. Well, that's it, and and we'd get a lot of uh, um, uh, um, uh, just just just, uh, just wait there. Just yeah, uh, so just, just gonna Google I, that and then yeah, frantic think, tight thing. I think it serves. I mean, it serves for the fact that I then don't have to edit the podcast down <laughs> ne- like anywhere near as much as if Matt was on Google. <laughs> We have got so much to go through today because of um, no. I'm, I'll tell you what I am going to do for next next time though. I'm going to swap these over because when I look at you, my face looks the other way. So I'm going to put you guys on the other side. I think. <laughs> cool. Do you want us kind of like pointing towards you so it looks like we're having a a conversation? <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, we're looking away from each other. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Who's this, who's this fucker? <laughs> So let's uh, oh, let's crack on with it anyway. Matt, it's been, I mean, since we last podcasted, it was probably about three days. So enlighten us what you've been up to in those, in those three days. Um, so I suppose on that one that we recorded, I spoke about buying the vintage, uh, bought a vintage Les Paul gold top. So, yeah, this is, this is a vintage brand Les Paul, not a vintage. Yeah, not, not Matt, like it a... doesn't happen to be a millionaire. <laughs> Yeah, a vintage brand Les Paul gold top because um, I wanted something with P90s and I had I came into some money after an issue that I had and I got a refund um, and I had 400 quid lying about so I spent 270 quid on a Les Paul and some pick, bought some pickups um, from Fletcher Pickups via the budget pedal chap. <laughs> Hello. Um, and uh, <laughs> so since we last casted, I've considered putting the pickups in but not actually gone through with it yet, and instead I, I was basically just done, done a, quite a lot of playing it. Um, so I've plugged it into both the Vox and um, I've got a Hayden as well. So I've just been sort of that's my test- son's name. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Hayden Mofo. Um, so hopefully that's not his full full name, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his middle name. <laughs> Hayden Mofo Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've plugged it into the Hayden, I've had it into the, the Vox, and I've just been putting it through its paces and just playing a little bit along. And then obviously we've got our challenge where I'm supposed to be learning the solo to yeah. smoke on the water, 
which I finally started. Um, I'm about I'm at the first difficult bit, and I've just decided to skip that bit and then learn all the easy <laughs> bits, and then I'll do the two difficult bits at the end. Do you know what? I was I was gonna um, bring this up um, outside of the podcast, but I, you know I'll, I'll, I'll mention it here since we're chatting. I was thinking about how we could adopt that to the live streams as well, because wouldn't it be cool if we were to all try that together, but try and nail the tone and see what we can do tone-wise through pedals and, and amps and guitars and that and see how close we can get to the actual tone itself. I mean, we can give it a go. <laughs> at the moment, I don't own a Strat, though. Yeah, at the moment, I've, one. I've got a washing yeah. machine here, which I'm not entirely sure nails Blackmore's tone, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Potentially, uh, potentially sort that for um, for a In further the episode. Um, but yeah, that sixteenth note bit. And for all of you who are actual like trained proper guitar players and are saying, "No, oh, it's piece piss," fuck you. Like, <laughs> it's 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 difficult, right? I mean, my my left hand's okay. My left hand can do can do stuff. But my right hand, very, very lazy. Very. There's, there's that breakdown. It, it kind of goes da 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 Almost like a um, whole tone. Uh, it's almost like a whole tone run, um, decreasing de- run, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's going, it's, I get up to that, I do that bit, and then <laughs> it's going from that back in, because you then go down to like near the fifth fret, don't you? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's yeah. that bit which um, I start to cock up on when I play, because I haven't played that solo for quite some time now, but I remember when I was learning it, that was, that was where I started to um, struggle with it when I was learning it. Yeah, um, yeah so it goes uh, D, D Dorian with a, with a flat five, Anyway. Kind of Blackmore run. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but yeah, then it, then it does go down. Like you, you, you can have an open uh, open string on the G, and then goes to like G, kind of area. Most yeah. of the time, when I used to gig that, I used to just get like do a down, <laughs> down, 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 and then pentatonic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be fine but i think the the point of point of this challenge for me at least is to kind of not slack off and not go oh well i could play something that's most of the way there and kind of fudge it get away with it it's a case of like i want to nail that exactly and want to get as close as i can um to to better myself as a guitarist should we? So, um, do, do you guys want us to answer people's questions as we go through, or do you want to answer them all at, at the end at one point? Yeah, I mean, if we've got some questions that have uh, that have come up, unless it's why are you so shit at guitar, then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all a learning curve. Uh, Chris uh, Brumble says, uh, "Didn't realise you you did this until today." That as a coincidence there. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> Is there an audio version as well, or do you only do live streams? And um, if there's an audio version, where would you find it and what is it called? So today is the first day that we're doing this style of live stream. I've yeah. done some in the past, but with, uh, with the Fret Talk team, this is the first one. Alex Wrigley just joined, Stuart Tate's joined as well. Um, and what, um, what we're going to be doing is every couple of weeks we're going to be doing it on here so they do have a 
Matt and um, budget pedal chap, pedal pat. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have, I'll take it. <laughs> they have a great uh, live, uh, sorry, podcast called Fret Talk. Yeah, and I mean we record it live, but it's uh, it, it <laughs> comes out much later. Yeah. yeah, this this is live. Yeah, this is actually yeah, this is in front of people. Unfortunately, I can't see the stream, so for me, this is the same as it usually is. Uh, oh yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> so. So yeah, for me, this is this is just a standard fret talk with uh, with Lee involved. Um, Matt, Matt, are you able to see the questions coming up as well? Yeah, I can see them coming up as well. So I'll I'll put in when I find some. Yeah, you you guys are my eyes and ears. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> can I be your hair as well? <laughs> Potentially, oh, you wouldn't want it. It's it's <laughs> it's escaping from my face. <laughs> I, I miss having long hair so much, man. I really do. It's, my wife, my wife hates it when I say that, but I really do. I, I yeah. miss having long hair. Anyway, look, like we said, we've got so much Nam talk to get through today. Oh yeah, so, I mean, it will happen eventually. Just, just, just relax, please. <laughs> this is the way it works. We luxuriate for a good, a good like forty-five minutes before we get into any <laughs> and then Cram all the news right in the last like That's five it, minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 very much like a rap at the end. It's it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tall album up until the last bit, and then it's Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um. So, uh. Yeah. You've done the um the um the Joyo board of doom, didn't you yesterday, Lee? Yes, yeah, I did. So um, behind me, I'll tell you what, I moved the camera so you guys can see it. If you didn't tune in yesterday, uh, and this is for the podcast listeners, show them this. Yeah. <laughs> that, that there, it's um, just to describe it, you've got all the new R, R series. They are the R series, aren't they? They are the R series, yeah. So they're the R series pedals. I should know, I've got them all. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I literally have just me. seen them, <laughs> yeah. But it's very much <laughs> my wheelhouse, isn't it? For, so, yeah, yeah, exactly that. And what they're asking me for there is um, like a bit of advice, a bit of um, like showing them off. Yeah, I've moved, and um, you know, just talking about them. And uh, what we've got there, we've got the Tauren, which is like um, a clone sort of thing. The Taiachi, yeah. which I couldn't really make my mind up uh, about that. Uh, oh, really was that the sure second one, them. which was very Silver. similar, but had a extra uh, like a presence control yeah it's got a voice control which yeah you could say that when yeah. the when the tour room was about noon on the gain the, it was about the same amount of gain as when the uh Taiachi was about nine o'clock okay so um then you've got the maxim which is i believe the, the there, yeah they said it's got a boost it's a drive and a boost but i think it's a, the step up from their ultimate drive and it did sound uh, quite nice when it was in the HD clipped me- mode. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. Then you've Zip Amp, which is the orange one. Uh, I think that one sounded That, was, that the best was your one, it? That was your... Uh, yeah. Might have been because it just came out louder. Sometimes that happens and you, <laughs> you, know, you play something, it comes out louder, it sounds better. The yeah. Uzi, which is like a metal zone sort of thing. It didn't sound terrible. Um, bit of it tweaking, didn't... I think that could have sound good. Yeah. The winner was the XV1 or the 16, whatever you want to call it. Um, that is a, uh, it's got a sub frequency and an upper frequency and a dry frequency. That's uh, because it's a, an octaver, but it also has a mod. And when <laughs> yeah. you turn the mod up, it makes it sound like a Hammond organ. And yeah, it's, it's got, it's got sounded, mental mode on it, hasn't it? Yeah, and that, that's where you want to be playing um, uh, Smoke on the Water. 
<laughs> that was um, that was one. That's the best pedal, that, without a doubt. The delay wasn't bad. It's a delay. It's got a looper built in. Um, it's interesting. It's a little bit complex, so I took a little bit to try and learn that. Yeah, but, uh, it's also got a tap tempo feature, hasn't it? If you hold, the, yeah, hold the button, hold um, it, and then I gave you tap it, and that gives you the tap. Yeah, I was. What um, else does that? I was thinking of Matt actually when uh, when you told me that feature because Matt was um, bitching about the uh, the M5 on his board and how he wants to get rid of it and he wants <laughs> something to um, to supersede that, but he doesn't really want to spend any money. The indeed could. So. I'd say get a DD500 because that's what I'm using. But there are some super new pedals coming out. Mind you, I don't know how much they're going to be. But I, mm. I, I know of some super great uh, new pedals coming out for Nam. Um, the that was called the Aquarius. That one, if you want to look at that, Matt. Yeah, definitely. Like will. Got the looper built into it. And the last one was the OMB. I don't know what that stands for. Probably one man band. <laughs> oh <Yes>. my brums. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the one. It's, that's the one that's got the drums and the bass. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Isn't one it? man band. Yeah. Or you, was it just drums? You correctly guessed it. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it, it is like the um, Trio, the Digitech Trio, but it doesn't have bass on it. Um, and then lastly, which I didn't actually get to try, and I really want to, is yeah, the this. IR loader, That's, isn't it? Yeah, so this is a cab box. Um, it's called cab box. It's a cab sim, an IR loader, as you rightly say. Um, one thing when I was looking at this a little bit earlier that did bug me is it only has one input, and I like to run stereo. Mm. So that's um, that's a bit. You buy of a... two of them then. Yeah, they're cheap <laughs> enough. Just yeah, just run two of them. I think I think Stu said that they're. Hey, Justin, Justin Chamberlain has joined. Uh, I Yo. think um, Stu said these are 175 quid. Now, how much is the equivalent, like um, like torpedo or whatever? I think they were um, talking like four. The the one I can think but... of is 429 quid, and I can't remember what it's called now. And you yeah. can easily pay up like in excess of a grand for something like this. Yeah, yeah. Like the four hundred twenty nine quid ones are not the kind of top of the range market leading ones. These are. But I tell you what, it, that that brings us nicely on to if you want to chat about that new Moor because that's the uh, Moor of oh, the GE three hundred. Is it? Yep. Yes. Oh. So that's been leaked, um, but I think that's been leaked by them uh, from, from what I see because it's everywhere. You know, like when a company says, oh, yes, this has been leaked, and it's yeah. kind of like, well, how, if it's been leaked, why is everyone talking about it? Yeah, it's been leaked, <laughs> and it's on your Facebook page, and that was the first place that anyone could find it. <laughs> and they've all got different information as well. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this Mua 300, um, one of the things that has is cab sims and IR loader. Um, what else has it got in it, guys? I haven't a fucking clue, mate. I didn't research it. I've, I've, I've got I've got bits in front of me. So um, I did research this one. So there's 108 digital amp models. Um, there's 164 effects and 43 different cab sims. And then it, um, there's a full IR loader. So you know you've got that kind of stuff. Um, there's a stupid amount of like different sampling points, so you can like put together different combinations of everything. Um, and then what was the other? There's something to do with the synth mode as well, isn't there? Um, says not it, on the art. I'm, I'm looking at it now. It says um, there's also a synth engine, a new tri voiced polyphonic synthesis module with options for waveforms, pitch, filters, and arpeggiators 
with no special pickup or guitar modifications required. Now they say that last bit as if that's something that hasn't been done before. Because, you know, my, my, my FM, uh, FM4 doesn't need a special pickup. Yeah. I've, but um, I don't know if, you know, it, that's, that's quite good. That, that really is quite, quite cool. It, yeah, it's something that hasn't really featured outside of Boss and Roland, to my knowledge anyway, with that kind of cray-cray tech. Now, tell, tell me what this reminds you of, right? It says the preamp live's tone capture reappears here too, but now offers three different modes. Amp mode to capture real-life amps. Well, what does that remind you of? Kemper. <laughs> <Yep>. Screams <laughs> Kemper. <laughs> amp mode to capture real-life amps. Oh, no, I've just said that a bit. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guitar mode, which models EQ characteristics and cab mode for sampling speaker cabs and creating Wait, so, IR files. So it, c- it can turn things into a variax as well. If it's, if it's taking guitar samples and changing EQ frequencies based on that, I, I assume it's trying to almost do a, a, a variax type thing as well. Yeah, is is it someone is trying to say that we're going to do what a Variax does, but you don't need to buy a specialised guitar? Yeah, so it'll take any input and change the frequencies at the unit itself. That sounds like quite a cool feature. Budget pedal chap, does that make you feel sick? <laughs> a little queasy, yeah, if I'm honest. Um, I, I don't understand how they do it, because um, the, the Variax works through a, a piezo system doesn't it so it's it's taken the actual the uncolored vibration vibration of the string um whereas if you're running through a a magnetic pickup into this like virtual variax then yeah it's already going to be colored by the guitar and that's that's a variable surely i think what, what you get quite a lot um with with the variax is the ability to change your tunings and that sort of thing and i think that's where the um PCO um, kind of comes into its own. Um, at the end of the day, the PCO, or however you bloody say it, is, is still a pickup, isn't it? It's just changing it into a, uh, a like a MIDI signal. Is that how it works? So the piezo sits underneath a saddle and it literally yeah. just takes the string yeah, vibration, it, so there's no like pickup yeah. voicings or anything. It's, it's, it's yeah. always gets the same tone because obviously it's under the saddle, so it's not. It's not because it's closer to the neck or in the middle or the, the bridge position. You're not you're not getting any effects there. But I mean, um, does, does it turn the signal into uh, a MIDI signal? It it just turns it into whatever signal you give it. So it, it most of them just turn it into the same signal that a, ma- a magnetic pickup would. Yeah. But you can you can you can manipulate it in other ways as well. Okay. I don't think it does. I don't think it turns it into MIDI though. Okay, because I was wondering, because uh, you know, you, um, you can get pickups that do turn them into MIDI, and then yeah. do you know, like Matt Bellamy's old guitar, where he could like make his like guitar sound like a, a piano or something like that. Yeah. And I was figuring that you know it, it would um, it would well it's the MIDI sounds really, aren't they? My my guitar now sounds like a tree full of birds or a choo choo train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pro- that's probably got MIDI triggers in it. I would yeah. guess. I I I'm not convinced, but I yeah I I haven't I haven't researched much much into um, MIDI guitar, but I I don't think it converts it into MIDI. But you'd know the best because you've you've got one, so you know I'm I'm just speculating. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. 
I'm almost certain that the uh, the Variax tech doesn't doesn't convert it into MIDI and then overlays a a, a VST almost. Um, yeah, I think it it applies like a like an EQ and characteristic to the um, the the Piezo Piezo whatever they call it um, pickup because it's. Uh, because it's an uncolored sound, it's it's easier to do that than it is through a magnetic pickup. Okay, okay. So somehow Muir have worked out a way of um, doing that. Apparently, we've got to remember oh, yeah. this is Muir, and you know they're not like Strymon or yeah, yeah. Um, or Origin or you know they're not going to be the. It's not going to. How much is it? Do we know? Is it been? They haven't. There's no price on it yet. Yeah. Well, what, G- what was the GE uh, two hundred at? Three hundred quid, I think. Crikey. So let's get let's, all the fat for three hundred. Let's hazard a guess. In fact, that the, the, the GE two hundred is currently down at two twelve. So five hundred. The, the GE two hundred is at two hundred twelve at the moment. Hmm. So yeah, you're probably going to be looking at like three fifty to four hundred. I would guess for the GE three hundred. Okay. I would yeah. guess. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe even up to up to five, but we're not. Yeah. You wouldn't be expecting to be going up to like to helix kind of money. No, not a full fat helix anyway. Uh, did you see that thing I sent you guys about the Billy Joe Armstrong MXR pedal? The Dookie yeah, one. yeah, the Dookie. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. cool does that look? As what, in, what kind of pedal is it? Um, I it's think a it's drive. a drive. Yeah, yeah. Do we know which it's one? A, or is it is it, it a new driver? It's, it's a new driver. So no, the MXR haven't confirmed anything about it at all. All that happened was he either tweeted it or did a photo, but it's got a blend control, gain, level, and something else that I can't remember. Probably something like tone, because yeah. it's a drive pedal. And did you see the button in the middle? No, I missed that. I don't understand why why a Green Day pedal would have this, but there's a button in the middle, just a pressing button, and it says scoop. Yeah, yeah, scoop, scoop. yeah. For, that's, that's that's for when um, for that. Green Day play in the Sandman. <laughs> I mean, we've all done it, so it's it's stupid to think that Green Day haven't at some point it's, played in the Sandman. They're bad practice. Do you reckon it's so that when you're running it with a tube screamer, you can undo the tube screamerness <laughs> of the tube screamer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a, a neutraliser. Oh God, yeah, that's um. Joe, you know I'm not really into Green Day all that much, but I did listen to that album a couple of weeks ago and see if my wife would like it. She didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never see, really I got Duke. them. I never. I, I, I absolutely love Green Day, but I was about 12 when American Idiot was released, so uh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <Frankie. laughs> Making me feel old, man. <laughs> Yeah, right. I was probably like thirteen, but it's fine. I think I was working somewhere when American Idiot came out. So, <sighs> yeah, fuck. Do you, do you know that, that that album's never been more appropriate, has it? No. no, no. <laughs> However, right, it's a non, uh, non-political cast. This, <laughs> yes, absolutely, I agree. Mm. Um, so uh, st- you mentioned the Strymon, um, yeah. and yeah, that that was. Pretty big because there was there was some teasers uh, that Strymon were uh, thinking of something massive, uh, and people were speculating. I mean, we we even mentioned we was like, oh, 
if they uh, if they redo the the trifecta, then um, it's kind of it's about that time, and that'd be a massive thing for Strybon. And then they uh, they announced the Valente. Um, yeah. So the Valente. But- that you don't know much about it, do you? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know I know a fair bit about it, but it's just like we were we were expecting something massive, and now it's another um, kind of re- retro, yeah, re- retro delay. Well, it's it's just delay. It's uh, based on the uh, Binson Echo Rec drum echo. There's a, a tape echo, which I'm not entirely sure which, and then. Studio delay, which is a slightly cleaner tape echo. Guys, uh, Art and Tracy. And Tracy, he's one of the guys who yeah. comes on the podcast quite often. He has said, Hi, Frit Talk Legs. Hi, Ayrton, how's it going? Yo. I'm not <laughs> hovering over the mute button, so he can't be on the cast. So. <laughs> A uh, couple of people, Matt Bellamy pickups might have been, uh, might have had telephonic pickups, um, hexaphonic maybe. Um, sorry guys came in late, what products are we talking about? At the moment we are talking about the Strymon Volante. Strymon Volante. Yeah, I, I agree. I think a lot of people were thinking, um, what would what would they do? Would they do, um, Yeah. I think, I think I heard Matt Knight say that he was thinking they might do an update to the big three. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was saying, yeah. Um, yeah. That that'd be yeah, I, I that would be a really good idea. Well, it, it, the the trifecta are like eight years old at this point, so you'd think, especially with companies like Boss, that. companies like Boss yeah. are bringing out things like the DD five hundred that constantly getting the updates, and you know the MD five hundred and that that kind of series. You'd think that they'd they'd consider because they they kind of were the only thing for a long time and then when the DD500 MD500 and RV500 came along people started like choosing between the two so they lost yeah. some of their market share so you think that they'd consider like trying to bring that back again but yeah in, instead they've gone for a, an, another vintage delay pedal that just looks like a Strymon Deco but kind of made a bit bigger in no way am I saying that, that Strymon don't do this, but what I would say is Boss do listen. Um, I, I was saying to some people at Boss recently, you know, wh- what are we expecting from the next uh, DD500 um, update? And they were like, oh, what would you like? And that's a great response. It really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there was, there was also some speculation um, that... Strymon were going to be doing something to kind of tackle the uh, the multi effects market as well. That uh, yes, that Helix and uh, Headrush seem to be making bit waves like, in, and then a bit like Mua have, haven't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're taking a pop at it, definitely. I mean, they've done they've done quite a few things recently that are uh, kind of taking a pop at that. Uh, travelable solution with with the red truck and the black truck as well. I really, really, really want one of them, and only because it looks like a truck. <laughs> it's so that, was, sad. that was exactly my response to the red truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's a red truck. Let's have one. <laughs> yeah. Dearie Does me. it look like a red truck? Yeah. Then I'm fucking sold. You're not going to even plug a guitar into it, are you? Going to like mount it on the wall or something? Yeah. yeah. No, I just had the greatest idea. What they should do is they should do one that looks like Optimus Prime. 
Oh, the man. purple and yellow truck. If that comes out, right, I want royalties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only way that they could make it better is if they made it look like a fucking dinosaur. I mean, what? Trucks are okay. Yeah, trucks are cool. Dinosaurs are fucking wicked. Like, just say, just say more. Weren't you saying the other day? Oh, Jurassic Park Two is rubbish. <laughs> Jurassic Park Two was rubbish. All, like, Still doesn't make as, dinosaurs less awesome. As someone who only saw all of the Jurassic Park films once I'd already become an adult, all mm. of the Jurassic Park films are actually rubbish. You just liked it because you were a kid when you watched it the first time. Get I don't think that sack. could be true because well, the first time when it came out, it was the adults that were like paying to see it. Yeah, but... Okay, okay. so <laughs> you have to be of a different generation to me that I... I really didn't enjoy it. All my mates were raving about it and we watched it. And I just, I, I really didn't care. Like, there was, at no point was I invested in any of the people in Jurassic Why are we talking about Jurassic Park on were a you not, guitar? I mean, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was, uh, he was shirtless a lot of that movie. So, <laughs> are, are you suggesting that maybe if I was a straight female, I would have enjoyed it a bit more than... I did as a as a male. I, I'm a straight male, and I I appreciate Jeff Goldblum <laughs> with X top on. So he he's changed a lot, that bloke. But like from the from the like person he was in the fly, and to like who he is now. <laughs> yeah, did, he bought a jazz album recently. Did you know that? Jeff Blue, Goldblum has a jazz album. Yeah, straight up, and it's doing really well. <laughs> He's googling it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna listen to this after this after this after this is over. I'm gonna Jeff listen yeah. to his jazz. I should uh, let me read out some of the stuff on the um, on the Volante. Um, so Volante, apparently Volante means um, steering means wheel. Steering wheel, but I, I thought it meant faster. It, it, like Volante, yeah. Volante, it means like faster, faster, doesn't it? Maybe I don't a whale's know. vagina, I think. right okay so um oh boss i'm not reading all that out right i know what it is anyway Uh, okay so give us us the skinny it's supposed to be like the um what's the drum the uh, the binsonecco record yeah exactly so it's supposed to be like that um and it has a tape a space echo uh, mode on it as well You've got the four different um, drum settings on it, so you've got the four different heads. Yeah, and you can, the heads you can adjust those all point. individually, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. So if you've got duh 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 duh, that would be the, the four heads picking up as it goes through. From what I gather, yeah. I've never used. And what was that again, sorry? That was that was way more than four. I wish I knew uh, Morse code. I could have sent you a message then. <laughs> yeah, stop fucking with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so it's got that, um, and I think it's got an output for for amps. And it's got an output for um, for PC and that sort of thing as well. So okay. it's designed to be used in a studio somewhat. Um, I could be wrong on that. I've, I've also got that we've got uh, a wear control on it, so that you cool. can. Degrade the drum, or the yeah, because the the idea of analog delays is everyone thinks oh that they sound worn out, but they don't when they're new. No, they only when they're worn. Worn out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. kind of makes sense. 
Of course, yeah. Yeah. It does have a USB jack, by the way. It does. Or yeah. jack. Fred's brother. Um, <laughs> there we go. No. You, you can adjust the Volante's virtual tape heads by setting the heads playback level separately to full, half or off. So yeah, I think you can go like, duh, 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 duh. You know, so one's half of what the other one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's nice and all. It, I've, they've put a lot of time and effort into it and like A plus for effort and all that. <laughs> but the type of delay that I'm using, I'm, I'm putting it so low in the mix that it doesn't matter if I can adjust the, the tape saturation <laughs> and the wear and the... It really doesn't matter. I'm using it as a, basically a, a reverb because reverb sucks. I think I think you're looking at it from you know your your point of view. Yeah, yeah, uh, from, yeah. From your usage, but yeah. if you if you look at it from a wider scale, there's been a lot of stuff over the last year about how cool the Space Echo is, how cool the Vincent Echo Rec is. You, you think like yeah. there's been whole ser- uh, episodes of excuse me that that pedal show and stuff like that about it. And um, yeah. everyone thinks, oh, yeah, I'd love one of them. Yeah, I'd really like one of them. But A, they cost an absolute fortune. And B, yeah. they're, they're as rare as rocket horse shit. Yeah. Now, this is going to be one that you can get. It's going to work. If it breaks down, you just send it back to Strymon to fix the bloody thing. Yeah. And, um, and you can record quite easily with it. I, so for that purpose, I've, I think it's going to sound fantastic as well. Oh, yeah. No doubts. No doubts. And I I don't mean to to shit on Strymon's uh, accomplishments here. I don't own any Strymons, but I'm not. Um, but a lot of people who who don't own Strymons kind of seem to be very anti Strymon. I don't get that idea. I, I've, you know, they're no, a pedal no, no. company. Leave them, leave them to it. They they do what they do and they do it well. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't own Strymons. Because I can't afford Strymons, that's the only reason <laughs> yeah. I don't own Strymons. Yeah, like, being being the budget pedal chap, it kind of ties my hands with the Strymon thing. Um, but my <laughs> yeah. uh, my friend got on got on Strymon before they were cool. He's got a, uh, a damage control <laughs> uh, liquid blues pedal, and it is absolutely immense. It's it's got more than just drive volume and tone on it for for a start. So. Got more controls than I know what to do with. Um, but yeah, it's, it's this this dual um, dual kind of valve preamp powered um, drive pedal, and it's it's immense. And that was before they got onto the the whole uh, Strymon kick. So I've, I've I've got nothing against yeah, them. But because yeah, because they like became Strymon out of that, didn't they? There was something to do with Line Six to start with, weren't they? Uh, yes, an offshoot of I think, but again they fall they fall out of my remit. So I don't I don't follow them as intently. Uh, let's, right, the uh, next thing on the agenda for you, sir, I, you're going to have to kick kick this one going because I don't know anything about <laughs> it whatsoever. You've got Go the Orange Tremlord for oh I do know a little bit. Sorry, is it the Orange Tremlord Thirty? Yeah, well we, we've got two. Uh, Two kind of low-powered valve amps in in the Orange Tremlord and the the Black Star HC20, and I'm I'm fully I'll fully put my hands up and say yes I'll uh, I'll I'll lead us lead us in with the the HC20 because I'm very excited uh, with that one. Orange I don't really um, 
don't really know a, a great deal about them, but I've got some specs up here that it's a, a 30 watt amp, uh, 112. Uh, and being the trem lord, it's also got a valve based trem and, and reverb. So I don't know. Yep. I don't know quite what that means, but it, I'm assuming it's not. Is it? Not, yeah, go on, sorry. Off, often on when you've got a bunch of uh, valves lined up, um, one of them is used primarily for the reverb, and I wonder if they just switched that between that and the tremolo. Is it, so they, can you have both switched on at the same time? Yeah, so they've got a separate, so they've got a 12AX7 for the reverb and a 12AT7 for the tremolo. Okay. So it's just like a, a valve that's controlling the power that's going in and out of the tremolo and a valve that controls what's going in and out of the reverb as well. So it just... It's the way that the reverb turns itself on and it like yeah. uses itself, and the same with the tremolo. Um, so yeah, it's, it seems like a really cool kind of feature. Um, I think Voxers do it as standard. I assume Fenders do as well, although I've never had one to uh, take it apart and have a look. But a Hampstead? No idea. <laughs> I would guess <laughs> so. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Um, oh man, um, they are such lovely amps. I've played quite a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're beautiful. They're a, they're a brand that we, we haven't really delved into at all on the cast. Uh, I've... I am due to yeah. go and visit them at some point. And um, it, yeah, maybe you should come with because it's... Um, they, they have this pedal called the Odyssey, right? And okay. when I went to uh, London International Guitar Show last year, uh, um, they had... The same pedal lined up with like six different variants. Well, not mm -hmm. different variants, sorry. Same pedal lined up, six different ones, but all different settings. And it had like, this is your metal zone. This is your tube screamer setting. This is your fuzz setting. Same pedal, different settings. What a pedal. It was absolutely <laughs> banging. It really was. Yeah. yeah, I don't know much they are. I think they're about 300 quid or something, but they, they're absolutely wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it defeats the point of uh, substituting it for a metal zone, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I get the I get the point that it's they've they've made a, a pedal that's so versatile that it can go from literally one extreme of of being the metal zone, which is the almost almost was the laughing stock of uh, of, of the guitar community for the past kind of like at least five years uh, to like tube screamers, which is like a staple. You're right there, Lee. He's just getting his metal zone out. Just re representing. MT2? Yeah, the, the W's on the board, I think. Or around here somewhere. And, uh, and how, how, no, it's you, up there. how do you like that, actually? Um, cause what, the Wazzer? Yeah, yeah. Love it. It's brilliant. Um, it's only not on my board because I, I took it off briefly to put uh, a governor on just to um, play with a governor. I've got an original governor over there and I wanted to mess around with it for a little bit, so I took that off to put that on. But that'll be going back on the board. It, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, because it's um, they've 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 made it so that the 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 gains got a an even wider sweep. Is it now so that it can go it can go even lower gain? Um, and the the EQ is as as powerful as ever. And yeah, the I think the um the EQ changes. So when you go on to um. When you go on to the custom mode, the yeah. EQ curve changes a little bit. I'm not overly sure how it changes, but um, I just know it sounds really good. But I, I've, I've always liked the metal zone anyway. 
um, I don't set it like like that, you know. I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't do everything at bloody um, yeah five everything o'clock. Must go at a, yeah. You know, it's <laughs> you got to dial it in properly, uh, and it's. I, I do use it as a high gain pedal, but not like um, balls out high gain. Yeah, I think that that was the issue with the metal zone when it, it was uh, bedroom bedroom beginners going. I I need a, a, a pedal that's going to solve the problem of my shitty practice amp. And then they <laughs> just dime everything. <laughs> Why is this sounding like angry wasps? Um, so Chris, Chris Brumbles uh, commented on the Strymon. Um, uh, oh, cool, yeah. Uh, and he's just commented on the MT2 as well. Uh, he said, um, Strymon makes some wonderful stuff and it's all really great. Has loads of stuff you can do with it, but it's bloody expensive. I should read this in my head before I read out in case he says something really bad. Uh, so I can't They're afford it. They're all a it. big bag of... <laughs> yeah. I just can't see myself dropping 300 to $600 for a single pedal, regardless of how much it does. Well, that, that's yeah, I mean, something... That, that's you know, if, if you're going to spend, like, $800 on four pedals or $300 on one pedal that's going to do the stuff of 10 pedals, you know... Maybe it is worth it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it all depends what what sound you need, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And I I don't think I like. I'm agreeing with. Was it Chris? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris. The for my needs, it's it's not really there. I don't need something that's gonna um, like emulate some some obscure vintage. Uh, equipment to like pinpoint accuracy. But what, what the people... metal zone, what what the metal da- zone does is it gives you that sound you think you're hearing on a Steve Vai album, but when you actually play it, you realise and you analyse Steve Vai's sound, you realise you, he's not actually playing anything like that, and he sounds a lot cleaner than you imagined in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's um, that's that's often what I I tell um, tell people who are, who are who are saying, oh, I'm getting lost in the mix. It's, Dial it back and just dial the game back. You'll find yeah. that actually you don't need as much as you think. Um, you know what so, pedals nailed that recently, didn't you? Is um, Stu's uh, Tate FX uh, Antares drive because the, it's got the, the Antars, um, yeah. clean blend. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the Antars. The Antars with the clean blend. Yeah. <laughs> From Tater Effects. Tater Effects. Tater Effects. <laughs> he loves that. He absolutely loves it. <laughs> I can imagine him saying it as well. Bloody hell. Yeah, he, every time he, he tells me, I'm such a big fan of when you uh, mock my, my surname and my, my brand. <laughs> I thought he was talking about a rebrand, wasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. Gonna, tater he's going to become Tater Effects. <laughs> yeah, Spud Drive, yeah. Jersey Royal. Uh, Here we go. Can have them all. You can have that one for free, Stuart. Right, what we go. got up next, boys? Uh, so we talked a bit <laughs> about the, the Tremlord. Um, HT20. So, the HC, the new HT20, two EL84s in the preamp, one ECC83 in the um, in the pre. Single? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's got a 20-watt down to 2-watt mode. Uh, it's... So similar to the uh, the orange with the headroom to bedroom thing, which is the best name ever. Um, 
it's got a high gain and classic. I personally like um, headroom in the bedroom. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we need one of those uh, those caps. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, high gain, uh, classic classic game voice on the the drive channel. Clean has got a British to US mode. So this yeah, isn't the IS this is something, isn't it? ISF. ISF no, yeah. so. The IS the ISF is is like a, a blend blend control between the two, whereas this is you get uh, a voicing for the clean channel. Oh, uh, right, okay. okay. And the uh, this pretty much mirrors what the old HT forties were like, because they had uh, voicing switches on the uh, on the drive, and they had a, a a voice switch for the clean, which I assume does a very similar thing. Um, and as I've talked about on the cast, my my old HT forty was absolutely banging and I would have kept it if it wasn't heavier than the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that they've put all of these onto the uh, the 20 watt which will be obviously much lighter and and much more um versatile in terms of use because you, you can get away with 20 watt on stage. You could get away more with a twenty watt as a as a home practice amp, especially with the the down to two watt mode as well. It's it's really a really shrewd move making the twenty watt this um, awesomely versatile thing. Um, what outputs has it got? Uh, do we know? Has it got like a um, an output to for a mixer or something along those lines? Yeah, I mean, usually I I, I didn't read into the specs this far. But yeah, they've, they've, so it's got a US. XLR. Uh, so we've got, it's got um, an, aux, an aux input, USB audio connection. So I assume that's out, so that you can send to a. Um, yeah, it's got like an, an emulated face, an emulated line out with a four twelve and one twelve voicing as well. They usually do. Yeah, and then it's got um, your standard sort of uh, speaker cab, cab extension outs as well. So it's got a one six uh, one sixteen out, uh, one eight ohm out, or two six. You can use them together as two sixty and outs. It's got also cab emulations on the, uh, for one twelve and four twelves on the XLR out. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can. Uh, so the way I would use that then, if I was running it live, is I'd use the amp itself as a monitor for myself, yeah, yeah. just loud enough for me to hear it and have it coming out the mixer, so the sound man can mix it however he wants. As long as I'm hearing what I want to hear, I don't care. Yeah, because as long as what. <laughs> He's doing doesn't affect what I'm yeah. hearing. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> EQs you to shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all about but, the film, I mean, man. You, you're at the mercy of the sound, man, whatever, whatever happens. So, uh, oh, God. Yeah. I mean... The amount of sound times I've, like, kicked a sound man off of a mate's gig or something like that because they're just, like, some, some guy who's, like, done a week's worth of... Um, like sound engineering or something. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he, uh, There's no mids the, on the singer. The no gig. one can hear him. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> turned up to the gig with uh, sound engineering for dummies. Just <laughs> sure, I got the Haynes manual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh dear. Notice how I'm staying really quiet here. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's uh, that's very much your stick, isn't it? No, I've never done like rocked up and just you know flat EQ'd every single thing and just gone ah I'd be right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll be fine. Flatten off all the EQ, 
And oh. yeah, it'd be fine. What's what's that? That's a snare drum. Yeah, that'd be flat. It's a bass drum. Yeah, that'd be flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get you get a good um, you get a good sound man, and it, you know, they'll make the gig. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, they can make a bad band sound good. Yeah, you need to get but. a sound man who is a sound man. <laughs> it's, the way, it's the way forward. I mean, dad jokes, but also it's fucking true. Um, Jesus, we should yeah. what some loads of, some, going about. Sorry. Some of the best, um, some of the best sound that I've had uh, has been from a, a sound engineer at a local venue. Shut down now, actually, but he, he was literally like, set your amps how you want them. Like, set them as loud as you want. Get get those, the sound that you need. I'll, I'll make it sound good outside. I'll, I'll do what I need to with yeah. the mics. It's, it's fine. But make sure that you're happy. And that, just that kind of attitude was just so refreshing because it's usually you're on one on your amp and the sound engineer is looking at you and it's giving you that. You're like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. any lower I've always will be 100 watt amps as well. Like, so that's my own fault, really. But um, I've always kicked that Marshall over there behind me and it's... Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. I love the JCM. Because um, it sounds so good, I, I didn't want to change it in. I've got behind me as well, like a 15-watt amp, like a little Ibanez. And I hate gigging yeah. that. I love the sound of it. It's great for in here, but gigging it is just... Uh, I, I want, I want, <laughs> I want to rock out with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't so. know much about this Ibanez AZ series, guys. Sorry. Um what, what do you? It stands for Arizona. Arizona just one, it? <laughs> it doesn't. You just made that up that one time, and you've gone with it ever since. It's <laughs> <laughs> my thing, lying to people. So I get my That's jollies. Flavor of flavor of the last few years, isn't it? It makes something up once and just go with it if it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so last year they they released the the AZ range, which was kind of their pop at Sirs. So they're like they're specced up to the hilt in terms of like they've got roasted maple necks, they've got stainless steel frets. They had these uh, pickups designed especially for that range called the uh, Seymour Duncan Hyperion range, uh, and they released a few. They they were uh, well received pretty much, um, but they've they've extended it now. So they've got uh, by the looks of it five different um, signature artist. Uh, versions of like their take on the the AZ range. Um, so Andy Timmons has had a Ibanez signature for fucking yonks. He's used to be an RG, and now they've kind of switched it over to the the AZ. So, so um, you've you've got a bunch of different signatures signature artists in here, have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And does that include like the likes of Satch and, and Vi and stuff like that, or is it um, is it just a, a specific uh, like a small amount of people? Uh, I don't know how they've chosen these people, but we've got Andy Timmons, we've got uh, Eric Hansel. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mario Camarina, uh, Scott Lepage or Lepage, uh, and Tim Henson of the Muppets fame. Um, so you you've got those those five artists um but on top of that you've also got um Tom Quayle and his uh his signature the that they released kind oh, of Oh, is that this? Okay. It's yeah, it's it's based around that design and then there's another one as well. Um 
which came out. Um, I uh, can't remember his name. Fuck. But it's a it's a blue version of the <laughs> um, the the AZ. Um, so it's that kind of thing. It's. Uh, I is this that range? The, 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 they're all the same guitar and then everyone's kind of changed the specs a little bit. They've basically given like a chassis and said, this is the body, this yeah, is yeah. the neck and they're all like roasted necks and stuff, aren't they? Yes. And all, they said, what pops yeah. do you want? What bridge do you want? What trim do you want? Et cetera. Yes. Some of them have, um, have specified different uh, body woods. Um, but yeah, so you, yeah, Andy Timmons pretty much follows the... The, the old Andy Timmons uh, Sig, so it's got a Wilkinson um, Wilkinson bridge, uh, and there's three Damasio Cruiser single coils, or like humbucking single coils. Uh, then the Eric Cancel has got a, instead has got a Goto instead of the Wilkinson has got uses the Seymour Duncan Hyperion neck Tele pickup, um, but uh, um, Alnico Two Pro in the bridge. Uh, then Mario has got <laughs> my writing's terrible. Uh, it, it's uh, got high high premium pickups. It's HSS and it's sparkly purple. Uh, it's got a Goto Ooh. bridge and looks a little bit like a Rickenbacker because uh, it's got sharp oh, really? tooth in lays. I think. So it, so, it looks, so is it not the same body shape then? Yeah, yeah, it's the same body shape, but it's 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 almost got that styling where it's like a like a vibrant body. Um, Color and the it's got a bone neck with these um shark tooth inlays which almost uh, look like the Rickenbacker, um, yeah, I inlays. know what you mean. Then the art, yeah. I mean, have, you, um, you have to R- squint a little R- bit, R- but R- yeah, AZ, a- yeah, no, no, the uh, what's what's the really RG. RG, yes, yeah, didn't the RGs have that as well, yeah, 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 but because it because of the all of the other things that have gone on with this. It's got a, a, a like a white scratch plate as well. It looks a bit more Rickenbackery than than your standard RG. That's cool. I left have a look. Um, to me, it did anyway. Um, the Scott LePage has got a, uh, a Graftech nut, Goto bridge, Dim Slum pickup. I assume that means Damasio SLM and some True Velvet. So actual single coils rather than humbucking ones. Uh, true Velvet. The, the Ibanez. The True Velvet's are the Ibanez pickups, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're they're true single coils, um, which Damasio don't do a hell of a lot. Of. I think they do the true velvet, the blue velvet, and the red velvet. I think this is off the top of my head. I used to yeah. be like massive into Damasio pickups, so maybe yeah. it's right, maybe it's not. Someone, someone correct I mean, that, me. I think that relationship that relationship started back when it was like Vine Satch building their, their signature guitars, weren't they? And then they uh, they wanted the Marzio pickups. So you've got the Evolutions on the um on Yeah, the, the Evos, the yeah, and the, the S1 yeah. in the centre, I think. And, and yeah. um, Joe, <coughs> Joe's had like four different ones. He's got the Mojo, the Fred, the PAF Joe. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the other one. Um. <laughs> I've, I've, I've always wanted a, J, a JS, um, whether it's JS2000, whether I've always wanted one of them. It's, I don't know why. I don't even. It's not even really. Well, I like Les Pauls, but I've, I've just really always wanted one of them, especially the one that had the yeah. Silver Surfer on it. Oh Did yeah, you ever yeah. see that? that yeah, it yeah, like the twenty fifth anniversary or something. <laughs> yeah, Surfer with the Alien. Yeah, that was well good. Yeah. Right. Oh. Uh, 
And the, our final chap is Tim Henson. So I don't think it is the, the guy who does the Muppets, but who knows? <laughs> is it the the British tennis player Tim Tim Henman? <laughs> Playing no. guitar with his racket. <laughs> <laughs> is well, that what it is? Is it a tennis racket with some, some extra strings on it? Yeah, it's really, yeah, really strange. <laughs> it's really, really small body. It's carbon fibre and it's like it's got so many strings in the center. Um, no, it's <laughs> uh, Graph Techno, Goto Bridge, uh, Damasio, um, Tim Henson, Booker Booker. I think THBB uh, signature. Um, it's got block inlays as well. Um, okay. Out of all of those, I think Eric Hansel. Um, is the one that I'd go for because he's got a telly neck pickup and they are the I best. Th- I think his sister Gretel had one made out of sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't should take the piss. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's well known enough to get an Ibanez signature. Ibanez won't even give me a discount <laughs> yeah. on their stuff. They actually asked me to pay more. <laughs> yeah. Are people going to see you play this? <laughs> Oh, yeah, sorry, we're gonna have oh, to dude. we're gonna have to tape over the Obanez logo for you. <laughs> <laughs> Filing it off. What's this? What's this valve bucker thing then? How do you pronounce that? Rio Kangas, Rio Kangas, no Ruo, Ruo, Ruo Kangas. Sounds like yeah. something you'd order in a restaurant. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, I've had that. oh, I remember this. This is a this is a bloody pickup, isn't yeah. it? With a valve valve powered pickup. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's got, it's got a, uh, a valve preamp built into the kind of pickup mount. What? Can, can I ask why? <laughs> I don't think that, he meant to. That must to. mean that I can't run from a battery. You must have to plug the guitar in. Yeah, there's like this. So it, with the old Variaxes, uh, like the the three hundred, the five hundred, the seven hundred, you used to have to run into yeah, like a, a, DI, a DI box to power the the thingy or. Uh, you'd like plug 12 AA batteries into it or something uh, so you'd have this like really weird uh, DI box system and it's really similar for this um, this valve pickup so you go into like a, a power box essentially um, I don't like the idea of having more than one cable running from my guitar and listen this is a stereo guitar I, and even I hate running one cable to my guitar I go fucking look I'm wireless as much as possible so yeah no I totally having agree. an extra <laughs> that's it I, I, yeah. I've seriously considered getting a wireless cable uh, wireless uh, system wireless for cable. indoors <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like you get them in the same place as the sky hooks <laughs> yeah. right next to the tart and paint those on. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh dear. but uh, yeah um, no a wireless system for I've got one of those little uh, Vox Adio Air um uh, amps, do you know the ones I mean? Speak English, man. Vox. I don't know what. Adio. Adio. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I had those as trainers when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a little it's a little tiny. Um, uh, what's the bloody boss? Really popular amps. Um, Katanas. Katanas. Yeah, you know the little tiny little Katana tiny ones Air. for your living room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Katana so Flight Three. <laughs> I might have got it's something mixed up here. It's, it's basically that um, it's basically one of those. Um, yeah. But um, it's their own version. You've got a, a Bluetooth app that you can control all the different amps in it from and that sort of thing. But I do, have it really it have up high out of the way. Does it have Bluetooth technology in it? 
No, but I'll tell you what, it does have. It, it, it has a, uh, basically on the front of it, it makes it look like a, um, a handbag. So much so that my wife's friends have come in and said, why have you got a handbag up there? <laughs> why are you in my man cave? <laughs> on, uh, that's amazing. Get... Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I, I, want to, I want a wireless system for that because I have it up high to get it away from the kids. Interesting. So, yeah, the the the, the boss one yeah, works. So when you pick it up, it turns on. And when you put it down, it turns itself off after a yeah, certain period that, of time. That's the katana air, isn't it? Yeah. This going back to this valve booker thingy. Why why do you need two valves in your guitar? So basically, what you have to do is you have to murder your guitar to the point where you drill a hole in the center of it like it's an acoustic. Uh. Clear that out, and there's a valve either side of a either side of the humbucker, like. What? Because valves equals tone. Um, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is this if if you don't want to carry a valve amp anymore? Carry your valve guitar, and you can run solid state and still sound like a valve amp. That's it. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm trying to read. I've, I'm, I'm getting stuff flashing up on my phone here, and I'm trying to read it. I'm very professional. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> right. Okay. So let, let's crack on over these last few because we're we're well over an hour right now. Um, well, if if you want, we can we can wrap it, mate. Because well, there's a, there's a couple of little things I, I wanted to mention. Um, uh, let me just go over those quickly. Um, one of them is this. There's a couple of things been leaked. Not not leaked. Sorry, teased. Uh, you got Wampler teasing a new pedal, which is going to be a digital pedal. Well, not necessarily yeah, a digital pedal. It could be a digital pedal, but it definitely has digital controls because it has LEDs all around the knob. That that seems like it could be really cool. I would, I'd like. Well, they've been mentioning adding MIDI to pedals for ages and ages yeah. and ages. Um, so it's about time. Whether it's going to be a digital pedal or it's going to be an analog pedal, I don't know. But they've been mentioning a lot of modulations on their group. The Wampler Tone group is fantastic, by the way. Uh, yeah. I very much recommend that. Um, and what was the... Um, oh, yeah, you've got the Eventide as well. Um, the Rose. Yeah, yeah. The Rose, I yeah, think... that was leaked, yeah. weren't it? The, uh, the info on that. Or was that... You, we say leaked. We, they, they, you know, I was talking to them, and they're like, well, don't tell anyone about it. And then next thing I know, there's people talking about it online. And I said to them, <laughs> oh, look, it's been leaked. And they said, oh, yeah, we've, we've just left it open on our website so people can see it because we like them to go to our website. So what I'm going to take from that is... <laughs> we don't want you If to you want more information, I won't say anything. Go to their website. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Yeah. That's probably the safest way to do that. It does look good, though. It does really look good. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get my hands on one of them soon. Um, so I'm hoping one of them will come through to me after Nam, and I'll give you guys a heads up on it what it's like because that looks really sexy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I say, I won't say anything more about it. If you want to know about it, go and have a look on the Eventide website because it's all on there, and sound clips will be coming through um, as of Thursday, I think. Banging. I. I, I think so that's, that's when the uh, for the cast today, then, isn't it? For the for, I think for the live stream cast. One last thing was the Chris Cannell tribute, ES335. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. The Drab Olive uh, 335 Bigsby 
Phototron pickups. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. it's you know it's it's been a while since chris passed away isn't it and that was really really sad and i i know this was this coincided with an event um yeah they're doing a tribute concert concert. yeah yeah they did it it was wednesday i think it was wednesday night um yeah there's loads of people there um they did it like metallica did a bit Foo fighters were there there was like different people doing guest spots with people like um, Audio Slave and Soundgarden mm. people as well just to, yeah it was a really good concert but this guitar was kind of released in conjunction with that okay uh, right a fit, fitting tribute to a to a man um, I can't say that I was hugely into his stuff um, but yeah no absolutely tragic circumstances that I, I uh, really liked yeah. his stuff be honest i i was um i really like soundgarden they were, they were a great band really were yeah i was more more audio slave than soundgarden but i quite like some of their stuff as well yeah oh yeah i was gonna say because I, I like rage against the machine quite a lot as well so when when they when yeah. they kind of got together i was really really pleased yeah um but yeah that, that's great well it, this has been fun <laughs> that sounded really sarky doesn't it <laughs> this is fun <laughs> <laughs> um, right. yeah yeah so uh, to wrap us up I'd like to thank the uh, the people who put some um, put some questions in and some comments in on the on the live stream even though I can't see it um, thank you for your thank you for your support it's absolutely excellent getting uh, getting you guys involved um, if you want to if you want to catch our um, regular podcast uh, it's the Fret Talk podcast. You find it on uh, iTunes, Acast, Stitcher, all, all these places. We've also got um, uh, a Facebook group that's dedicated to it as well. So, uh, Fret Talk podcast group uh, on Facebook. If you want to, if you want to find any, <laughs> it's, it's not an exclusivity clause. You can't just be part of one group. <laughs> yeah, you you got to leave this group. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. You, you can only only be part of our uh, podcast group if you leave here, which then you won't be able to watch us doing this. Um, yeah. Every other week. Um, but yeah, so from from us, from your hosts, uh, Lee, uh, Mr. Budget Pedal yep. Chap, and from Matt, it will be a Bye. goodbye and good night for this week. Tatty, bye. Goodbye and good night. Goodbye. See you all soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. You mean it's not ended already? No.